Hello everyone, this is JPL, and today I'm joined with... Christopher! And we are podcast naming brackets. Yes, we are. Yes, anyway, how are you, how are you doing, Christopher? Uh, I am doing pretty decently. We finished our first week of shows, yay. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you, and how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. We just started great. spring break, so I get to do nothing for a whole week. Yay, yay we love that, do nothing... Yeah, Even more nothing, nothing than I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just what I need. <laughs> uh, just what you're you're good at. Yes. Yes. Very good at it. Anyway, um, yeah. Hello. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> like I'm not doing too bad. Uh, it's, it's, as much as I like our show schedule, it's, it's hard getting back into it, honestly. So I'm doing some drastic sleep stuff, hopefully to reset my clock in a proper way. Um, which will probably be screwed up in a few weeks, but whatever. Um, because of, yeah, actually, you know, uh, it kind of does. It was very, very convenient timing. So... (laughs) Uh, I am a-okay with that. So we'll see what will happen. Uh, okay. Yeah, I probably will forget I did this uh, by the time we talk next week. But, yeah, I I just stayed up for an obscene time yesterday. So I today essentially slept from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., which I needed sleep anyways, but... Um, so now my plan is to try to make it into tomorrow afternoon, especially considering I have a haircut appointment at 1 p.m. So it's going to be rough, honestly. Because mm-hmm. by the time I get my haircut, I'm taking a shower and going to bed because I'm I'm going to be dead tired. Oh, yeah? But then, hopefully, that's reset my schedule in such a way where I'm able to wake up in the mornings. You know what I mean? Yes. And after work, go to sleep. Because as much as I love staying up, I just can't do that. Even despite our work being a night-based job, I don't feel like that's what I need to do. So that's my mindset. Okay. So. So. The big question is, did you get a chance? So with my sleep schedule kind of being a little whacked out, I haven't been able to take advantage of the time as I really wanted to, which bumped me out because it's not just your mixtape that I've wanted to listen to, but it's also stuff I want to do, right? Okay. Regardless, um, I, an hour before we called, I went ahead and went through the stuff. Oh my gosh, you actually did it? I actually did it. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Dunk your head in the water for a second right there. I was like, oh, okay, I can wait another week. <laughs> Typical Christopher. <laughs> and, like, yeah, I, I finished and refined a few more mixtapes. Uh-huh. So that's great. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank goodness. I so hate I did that to you, but uh, I had to. No, 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 it's fine. I get it. I'm very serious. There's legitimately like I've wanted to try to listen to stuff, but I'm like, I I can't let John down. So I did what I did. So yeah, at least I got to let it. me down. What? 
That's difficult to do, Christopher. <laughs> all you gotta do is sleep. Yeah, yeah. Sleep, sleep while you talk. Oh my gosh, I still and, can't I did that. Oh my gosh, that was that was, that was a long time. Was ago. Two years ago. Oh, oh yeah, it was a really long time ago. That's insane. Summer twenty. Wow. Wow, we're getting old. Speaking of old, I'm tired of these gas prices. So, I'm a little lucky because there's one nearby town which has, like, the cheapest gas prices I've seen in the area, like, which is insane. Not only that, the, the gas place I use gives me 25 cents off if I use their app. Gotcha. Which, that deal expires the end of March, and I doubt it's going <laughs> to come back to the current situation. But I've been really lucky. So the last time I got gas prices, uh, sorry, gas, do, do, not, do you want to take a stab at how much it was? How much a gallon? Yeah. Three? Okay, three thirty. Okay. When essentially around the area at that time it was like three seventy nine. Gotcha. So I've been having I've been very fortunate. I'll yeah. say for me, I'm just really entertained watching people complain about the gas prices. I'm not gonna lie. And seeing what the gas prices are around. It's really entertaining for me. It's 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 not fun. It's four twenty five right now. Oh no! Wow, that's insane. Like I just filled up my thing. It's like fifty bucks. <laughs> and I'm just trying to imagine traveling to where you are. Yeah. And that's at least two fills up. That... Two fill-ups. Yeah, getting here just costs an extra fifty dollars. So like I that. don't know. I don't know if I'll even stay at a hotel. Well, no, you're not going. You're going to stay at my place. I thought. We I know, like, I mean, out. like, in between. Oh. So you're just going to book it? We'll see. Maybe, maybe, oh, I have an idea, John. You can stop by a national park and camp out for a night. Or my dad's like, take a train, John. <laughs> Gotta not, have your car. It's not, it's, it's not, yeah, car, I can do things. Exactly. But, like, if I had to take the train... Here's the thing. I'm considering taking the bus to school. Wow. That's just how much I don't want to pay gas right now. Wow. Because, like, it's, it's at least once a month. Sometimes it's twice a month that I pay gas. Uh -huh. I don't want to pay that much. <laughs> with these how much, prices. How much mm -hmm. was it? It's, like, 50 bucks. Was. Oh, before? Yeah. 30. Has an extra 20. Gotcha. So. Wow. And, like, it was 30 if I was, like, down to one bar. So it was pretty good. Man, I miss those prices. <laughs> I remember, like, traveling to, uh, to go to summer camp, and there, I thought the most ridiculous gas price was, like, three bucks. <laughs> Now Man. it's four twenty-five. Some places it's eight. It's it's ridiculous. 
It is insane. Man. Now I know why people didn't like Obama's gas prices. <laughs> and that's the truth of it. That was the truth. <laughs> this is what it was like 10 years yeah. ago. So I really wonder, is it gas prices that determine elections? <laughs> it is for me now. <laughs> And now, due to the soaring gas prices, John has finally forced himself to vote. <laughs> yes. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, let's go back to the mixtape. Yes. Speaking so, of gas. <laughs> uh, so. To the, remind people what this was. Okay. Yes. Uh, this was yeah. like a mixtape of the different advertising songs used for a Bionicle. During its time, so these were in advertisements, uh, mm. TV commercials, in video games, in uh, movies that they would play. So right here, I have like a list of ten songs that make up this little album here, that were the most well known, that made up the uh, franchise uh, till the very end. And so, very childhood nostalgic for every Bionicle fan. And so, <laughs> I shared it with you. And mm-hmm. Let's see what your Verdict is. Um, what I hate about this is okay. that what I'm going to talk about first, most upwards, and then I don't have much to say after that, which I feel bad. All insane kids? Holy crap! That was, so, like, I'm not crazy about, like, general rock these days. hmm That was good. That was so solid. Like, those are, like, good rock songs. It's such a shame that they're not available, like, I on know. digital platforms like Spotify. I know. What the crap? They're so good. Like I, I couldn't believe it, John. Why, why did you put those first? It would have been like, see, like I put it in like years that it, they came out. Uh-huh. So it started out with All Insane Kids and ended with Crow Show. How does All Insane Kids only like have so few songs? I don't know. It's, what the heck? They were good. Yeah. Although I'm not sure if that was their band name, but yeah. Was it? Did you do any research on that? Not a lot. Okay. I did see a few people wondering the same thing like I was, but... Ah! Those were good songs! Right. Wow! <laughs> uh, all right. Now, I don't have... I wish I could say more. <laughs> I would just end up repeating myself. Those two songs, the two songs that you're curious are Caught Up in a Dream and Hero. Those are solid songs. Right, yeah. Like, if you want good rock songs, those are solid songs. And then we go into <laughs> Paraka Rap. Yeah, Paraka Rap. <laughs> I, I bet you're probably expecting it. It really doesn't mean anything to me. Like, no. 
nope. the Not sound isn't really my sound. Nope. Obviously, lyrically means nothing to me. It's not nostalgic whatsoever. It, no. it exists. It's the me. most out of place song in this whole. Thing. Yeah, they were trying something when they did that. Mm-hmm. I can't um, say they succeeded, but they tried. <laughs> um, let's talk about "Cry of the Shell" for a hot second. So the first song in the list uh, had a female vocalist and a male rapper. And then the second song had a male vocalist, and I'm like, what's going on? you have any insight on that? I mean, they're both together. They're both lead singers, so... Okay. Gotcha. That just kind of surprised me. The, the song that stuck out the most was Closer to the Truth, I'd say. Okay. Um, Not... I know I just listened to these songs just about an hour ago. But right, right. So it's really not... remember it. Yeah, I wish I could say more. Because um, honestly, my intention was to listen to these at the beginning of the week and revisit it once throughout the week. Right, right. So, which I didn't get that. But Closer to Truth was my favorite. The, the songs that John put in here were uh, Creeping in My Soul, Face Me, Gravity Hurts, Closer to Truth, and Bye Bye Babylon. Which Bye Bye Babylon probably was my second. Okay. I don't know. But also, obviously, Creeping in My Soul had a good first impression as well. So Right. Uh, Gravity Hurts would be my favorite from theirs. Okay. Um, I wish I remembered. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it's fine. Yeah, like... It definitely takes, like, a lot of reviewing in order for me to go over. But this was one. Yeah. Because the song is associated with an official video. That I would mm. watch over and over again. So that's why I really mm. liked it. Um, gotcha. Bye Bye Babylon is the one that I listened to the least. So it wasn't mm. all my favorite. But mm-hmm. I think it's got some pretty cool guitar riffs in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Closer to Truth, I think, is starting to get more into my brain. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it was like during that time where I wasn't really listening to that much. Yeah. Um, face me, I don't remember. Gotcha. Oh. I uh, face me had the male vocals. That much I do remember. Yeah. If I added closer to the truth to my playlist, I would have added Bye Bye Babylon. I don't know why I did. I, I probably should have. I don't know why I did. Yes, and there's All American Rejects, Move Along, which is yeah, like. Just saying, I would have added the All Insane Kids to my playlist if they were on Spotify. Right. Uh, so, to be honest, out of all the songs, that one is. I can't directly remember too much. It's. I know in. I remember enough that it's not fully my style in rock. No. Um, it's fine. It's not. Uh, the Daughtery one, I kind of just remember when the song crashed. I was a little surprised how dated the sound was. It's fine. I, I, I should have paid more attention to it. <laughs> it's early. It's 2000, so. it's. It is. I just, I don't know. It's a time. It, it was a time. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. That is a very, very deep review. I apologize. I wish I wish I did better. Regardless, all I'm saying, kids, if you guys 
regardless of you guys liking Bionicles or not, if you guys are looking for solid rock songs, All Insane Kids, Caught in a Dream, and Hero, highly recommend those. Yeah, Hero was definitely my favorite for the longest time. Like, you know, there was part of me that listened to Caught in a Dream. I'm like, okay, this was really good. There's no way Hero can be that good. And it was. I'm like, how? How are they that good? Insane. Yeah, Cryer's Shell doesn't do much after Bionicle, which is a shame. Because mm. they got some cool hits. Um, uh, they, they would do more because they're known to be a Bionicle band. You know what I mean? Sorry, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they would literally have, you know, people chasing nostalgia crying after them. Actually, looking at it, they actually released a single in 2021. Huh. Uh, I'm not released sure it in was one in a new Fox, one or something. F-A-U-X. Yeah. Unless that, that's one day from the Bionicle era that wasn't no. on streaming platforms. No. This is all the main Bionicle stuff besides, like, official non-band stuff. So Fox is a Bionicle song? No. Saying? No. No, anything that's not on this album was not part of Rock Band. Gotcha. It was just okay. like non-band music played within films and video games that they would use. Interesting. So okay. there's, there's, still, there's a lot of Bionicle music out there. Okay. Um, but none of, them, none of them are to this standard of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, so that was fun. That was kind of fun. So thank you. I yes, will. Yes, yes. Uh, so what, what do you want to do for the next thing? Do you... So if I send you a list of songs, do you also want me to listen to songs that you send me? Or do you want to go one at a time? I Like, here's the thing. I'll give you this mm-hmm. thing for you to put on your list to take a look at. Okay. It's the movie okay. mixtape. Okay. Because it's already done. It's all. Okay. It's all there. And then you send me something. If you don't have anything in time for me, it's fine. I have something for you. I I haven't constructed it, but I gotcha. know what I want. Okay, gotcha. I think especially as it relates to music mixtape, I would most definitely want to really digest because let's be honest, especially if you're not really paying that much attention, it's all going to sound the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, I, like I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm just saying, like, if you put it in the background, it's just background music. Right. So, especially this, not only do I want to listen to it once and try to digest it, it's something I would want to listen to again to make sure that I'm not, that I didn't do what I did this time. Because in, at least I know enough of rock to kind of differentiate, like, different sounds. Yes. So that's why I was able to say, despite me not really remembering the All-American Reject song, I was able to remember enough of the general sound for me to give a little something. But I don't know enough of scores to say, oh, that sounds like that, really. You know what I mean? Of course. So, Okay, thank you, thank you. I tried to get to that this All week, right. even if we don't talk about it this Do you want me episode. to keep this uh, other playlist accessible to you for a bit 
Oh, you want to delete it? I forgot about that. Uh, I can I can hold on here. to this one for a bit. Here's the thing. Despite me loving the, what is it? All insane kids. All insane kids songs because it's not on Spotify. I'm not really going back to them. You know what I mean? Okay. Because I don't really use YouTube for music, so it's your choice. Uh, if if I ever have the inclination to go back to them, I'll probably be like, "Hey, John, what's that thing again?" Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's just hope that one day they're like, "Hey, let's put it on Spotify," because here's the thing: the Bionic Bionicle kids are gonna eat that up. <laughs> yeah, they will, and then they'll argue they about it or something. I don't know. <laughs> they're weird. Yeah. So, John, let me ask you this about uh-huh. the thing I'm going to send you. So, I'm going to s- send you the, my top 10 favorite songs of 2021. Uh, okay. How do you want me to do it? From 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Uh, probably do 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I can't give you that one because I don't have any. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a-okay. I just... Man... Here's the thing, like, I, like, despite the playlist, essentially, like, I have a full list of 161 songs, you know? Yeah. Uh, sorry, 164. Wow, I missed my own number. Um, but here's the thing, despite the, the data title of Best Songs of 2021, I think they're solid songs. Gotcha. Um, so, regardless of year, that's my opinion, I bet. People that disagree with me. Okay. I mean, whatever. Uh, I like my list. Yeah. So including the movie mixtape, I have two other mixtapes that are essentially done. Okay. And ready to be given. And so, yeah. Those took a lot of thought and heart. <laughs> I had to get rid of some choices because, you know. You wanted to keep it to ten. Well, no, it's not. It's not that. Like these two, I they're past ten. They're like eleven or twelve. Mm, okay. But it's like there's a couple songs. They're like, oh, they're good, but like they don't mix well. Do you want to have like a B sides mixtape? Huh? Do you want to have like a B sides mixtape? Meaning what? The songs that don't fit that are good. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's not a lot. For for now, there's not a lot, but there's like one in the epic opera, which is like ah, uh, it, it fits epic opera, but mm-hmm. the opening is not. It doesn't blend well with just the overall way I have it organized. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'll give that to you separately. <laughs> so I have a this. question: Do you like music videos? Um. Not, not really. But sometimes, sometimes, sure. Okay. So if my playlist, if there was a music video, are you bound to watch it or not? Sure. You are. Okay. Yeah, sure. I think what I'm going to do, I'm gonna limit music videos as much as possible for the playlist. But there's a music video. There's a music. Video. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you mostly just listen to things. Yeah, the thing is, like, for me, music videos more or less ruin the song. Right. So, like, you know, it'd be like, oh my gosh, I love the song, and you see the music video, and there's, like, a, a girl in a skin-tight suit withering around as the band is playing, 
their music upside down as a plane crashes into the ground. And you're just like, what the heck is this? You know what I mean? Uh, so it's just like, let me just enjoy the song for what it is. And so specifically K-pop, like that for me is like the music video makes the song. Gotcha. Uh, if it's not K-pop for the most part, it just doesn't. Um, but yeah, uh, there is one song in the list that is not K-pop, but I love the music video. So yeah. Anyways, thoughts. <laughs> Thoughts of what? That's just how I say. That's just okay. like sometimes I'm just like, it's weird. It's like it's like the title of here's a title, but I literally put it at the end. So just oh like, gotcha. Okay. I have thoughts, but I literally just say at the end, just yeah. thoughts. Because when you say at the end, it, it it makes me think you want my thoughts. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. Sorry. Right. No. So uh. I think of what I have completed, mm-hmm. the ambiance mix is almost done. I'm so excited for that one, honestly, because I yeah, love like that. That one I have to refine because like there's just too many, there's too much <laughs> ambiance out there. And it's like ah, this is too long, <sighs> but it, it it's great. Um, I love uh, um, ambient music. Okay, and so the one, also the other one that I was saying was fun. The one that where I said um, songs that we enjoy but aren't the best. I've, I'm recalling that the guilty pleasure mix. <laughs> I like it. So even, maybe even if like the quality is good, there's just some aspect of it which is like uh, not so great. Yeah. Um, so that one's fun. That one's really fun. There's really, <laughs> there's really one in this. Is that thing. kind of like your B sides <laughs> playlist? Uh, B sides, no. Okay. It it really is the guilty pleasure one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, right. Another fun idea. I've not yet started on this, but it's like mm-hmm. one where you have songs that really had that potential, but something in the song really ruins the song. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's a couple on the top of my head that I think would go well. I just had to think of others. Um, but that's on a later. That's a later scope. Much later <laughs> scope. There's also the emotional mix. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not big yet. Still working on it. Ah yes. The featured mix. Okay. This is a mix where you have songs that are featured in films from bands. They could be made specifically for the film mm-hmm. or they became popular because of the film. So that's a fun one. <laughs> This is a fun time. There's so much music. I'm, it, honestly, like it, I'm excited to hear uh, what you got. 
Because it's real again, it's interesting. Like last year I got into like am I crazy about movies still? No, not really. But like I got more into like music, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, music movies, you know, and now that's what we're talking about and then now we're doing some more music things and you know, that's fun too. So, so this is your next album. This is your the best of twenty one playlist. Okay. So for, for so, next time. That's for me to listen yes. to. So specifically, the music videos are the Spirit Box and Everglow ones. The rest, I don't care about the visuals. I gotcha. Uh, from what I'm seeing, the the Silent Planet one is a uh, one of those like visualizers. I don't care. I didn't sit down to watch the visualizer. I don't care. Like I don't like visualizers. So like, if you're if you come on and start talking about the stupid visualizer, I literally don't care. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's a weird looking set of songs, but okay. It's a diverse set it, of it's, songs. It's very diverse. It's also weird looking to me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So should be interesting. Yeah. So John. Yeah. I don't know what topics you have. So but let's... I have one if you don't have one. Okay. But I'm afraid I just cut you off, and now I feel bad, so I will retreat in silence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your call. So, so this week's um, continuation of Pure Flicks. Oh! Oh! Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm excited. See, I watched three movies and another episode of Hermie and Wormy. <laughs> I love that. All right, let me take a look at my diary here. All right. So, did you watch that movie, Love on the Rock? Yeah. Oh yes, I did. Oh my gosh, I bet it's bad. Um. Or meh. Yeah. Was she ever in a bikini? She as... was never in a red bikini. Why did the, they the go post? The new poster way? is her exact outfit. Why did they have to go to such lengths to be like, I, oh, I, let's market I don't, this to I don't think it was the studio's fault. Marketing is a separate side to things. They do their own thing. Screw them. Yep, screw them. Also, her hair is never that long. So her hair is held back that way. Okay. Fun stuff, fun stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So my review, very short and simple was yes. a simple movie with a common premise. It's a passable it's a passable Christian movie that doesn't do anything we haven't seen before. So is it a Christian movie? It is. It is. Yes it the is. The trailer didn't seem Christian to me at all. Okay. All right. Like Christian, they throw the Bible at you. Okay. Okay. Um, at least at least it's not terrible, but that's the sad thing. <laughs> It's not terrible, but like, it's not great. That, See, wh- why do we need recycled content? Here's the thing. Another thing. I said another thing that I uh, that's commonly that I was thinking of this while watching the movie. This could be a good Christian movie that came out twenty years ago. Mm. Everything in this movie is so outdated. The uh, story premise, 
the way everything looks. Um, it, it just the way that the film looks, the way it's shot, is like twenty years ago. Mm. Um, the the VFX twenty years ago, even then, even older, wasn't great. It was actually laughable at times. Um, yeah, twenty years ago, this whole uh, spy thriller that was their prime. That's when this movie would have been crazy in the Christian world. Now mm-hmm. it's so outdated. I don't even know why they even did this. I was surprised right. by some of the uh, cast. Who there's a couple actors that I actually really liked. They were they were from other things. There's one from Breaking Bad. There's one from Lost, oh. which surprised me. So, so was, they got these actors for this movie. They got these really good actors for this movie. Yes. Um, so it's like okay, so let's get these actors. And a poster of a girl in a bikini, and hope it does well. Right. Uh, there's really this this one sequence that's just continuity terrible. Oh, I hate. There's this montage of them like going around, like getting all equipped. They get some guns. We see them get guns and put them in their pockets and stuff. Then they go and meet someone. It's like, hey, we need guns. And, like, then they get into a fist fight because apparently they don't have guns. The girl, she had a gun the entire time, but didn't do anything. You know, they beat the guy, they leave, and they had their guns back. Back where they left them in their pockets. And they thought we wouldn't notice. So they thought they would, so we wouldn't notice. But we did. Anyway, that so was love. I have a question. Question about that. How comparable is it to the Kurt Cameron Left Behind movies? See, I haven't rewatched those, okay. but I was thinking that they were similar shot-wise. Okay. This week at Walmart, guess what I found? You found the trilogy? It's not just the trilogy. Plus... They were re-scanned to be in 4K. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm like, Wow. I already. Well, it was five dollars. I was so tempted to buy it. I was so tempted to buy it, but I'm like, I'm literally not going to watch this. <laughs> oh well, I I got it. I got. I have them. I need to watch them at some point. Um, but yeah, film would have been fine twenty years ago. That's gotcha. all I'm going to say. All right. Let's see. Then I watched what the movie next? that wasn't on Pure Flix, but I really wanted to see again. Okay. It's called End of the Spear. Yes. Which is like the story of the... Uh, Where is you know, it at? Huh? Where is it at then? Uh, so like you can find it on Amazon Prime, but uh-huh. with ads and stuff. Okay. It's not officially on any platform and you can't... DVTV. Yes, and you can't buy it um, in some places, so... Gotcha. It's pretty scarce. Um, I'd watched this as a kid. I'd really enjoyed it. Um, I really like this. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, some editing stuff. It's a really powerful story, which is what mm-hmm. I really loved about it. Mm-hmm. I know it's not for everyone, but like, I have a little bit more of a personal connection to this. Right. right, that makes sense. It seems like the one thing that Christian movies can at least do decently uh, stories based on true stories. Yes. 
Except our next choice was not a true story. <laughs> but I really, but I really liked it. Okay. It's called Walking with Herb. Okay. I've never heard of that one. It's it came out last year. Okay. It's it's again it's a really simple and very predictable story, mm-hmm. but it's enjoyable. It's a feel good movie. You have okay. this old guy who lost his faith. And he's commanded by God to win a golf tournament. Okay. And that's, and that's the whole movie. <laughs> Interesting. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was okay. simple. But, like, it's a really good story, simple. It's like okay. one of those classic feel-good sports movies that are uh-huh. just almost timeless. Okay. I think this movie was... Good until the end. Mm-hmm. I, I will okay. say that the, the, the major issue with this movie was that there wasn't really any <sighs> crisis moment mm. in this film. Everything was just going as as planned. Like the golf tournament, nothing unexpected happened. I saw everything coming, even the supposed twist I saw coming because, like. And, I, I, and I'm not just saying, like, oh, it's predictable. So I'm also considering, okay, so far, things going so well. If I were writing this, what would I do? Probably uh-huh. this. Oh, they did this. Okay. There you go. I, I feel like go that's the main even issue with sports movies. Yeah, I would go sports to even movies, more extremes. Sports movies, either you win or you don't. Where mm-hmm. they lose, and they lose the thing that they were losing for. And then, guess what? Because of their faith in God... The things is doubled, and it's so much better by the end. They try that, mm-hmm. but like it's like the guy who won just gave them the money anyway. Okay. I mean that was a good story, uh-huh. but like I would have gave it some more stakes because it really needed some stakes. Right. But if you just want like a simple feel good movie, there you go. Walking mm-hmm. with Herb. You got George Lopez. So, it probably would be on Pure Flex. Yeah. There's one movie, if you have the time for I'm really curious your thoughts on Okay. Uh, the Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. The, the what? The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. Let me look this up. Yeah, let's make sure it's on there first. Yeah. The secrets. Of what? Of Jonathan Sperry. Okay. Let me. Can you talk about something while we load this? Yeah. So I am staring at John as he is loading. All right. The, the secrets of Jonathan Jonathan Sperry. Yes. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. If you are oh so bored, I'm curious because if there's one movie, one Christian movie I, that kind of just holds a special place in my heart, it's that one. Okay. So yeah, and I'm really curious if if you think it's any good or not. You know, so I'm curious if you're going to be like I thought tweet or if you're going to be. Like, Oh, it's terrible. So I'm really curious. 
Okay. So I no literally one... have like no other perspective on this movie except from my own. I gotcha. When did this come out? 2008. Okay. Pure doesn't tell me, so. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's very selective on what films it tells you the year. Funny. It's such, what, it's such, what a great system they have. What a great UI. <laughs> Gotta love. Gotta love it. And so how's your one episode of Fermi? Um, I didn't love this last one. Oh, okay. I, it could have been done in five minutes, but they decided to make it 30. Yeah, that's fair. So now that you're on spring break, it sounds like you have a week ahead of you in Christian movies. Um, right. Like, like at least one a day. Uh-huh. If it's not a movie, then it's something else. Right. Is The Chosen on there? It's, I mean, not, it's, it's on Pure Flix, but I, it's not on, like, top of the list. Anyway. Nah, I got that. Anyway, uh, there's one more. Oh, wait, you watched something else? I did. Oh. I thought, okay. I, I thought we hit our third, but whatever. All right, it's go on. on. Pure, it's on Pure Flix. It's not a Christian movie. Oh, what? What is Pure Flix, then? <laughs> it's not a Christian movie. It's like a kids and family movie. Aww, but it's not Christian, so who cares? What is it? It's called Opposite Day. Okay. And it's where the roles of children and parents swap. Where the children become the parents, and the parents become the children. And this movie could either be decent or downright terrible. I mean... Which was it, John? So the film is... How long is this film? It's too long. The film is too long. Uh, let me, I think it'll tell me how long it is. John is looking up to see how long this movie was. He is looking. Uh, I, it's, all right. It's 88 minutes long. 88 minutes. It only needed to be 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Here's my, here's my official review that I wrote down. Okay. A film based on a concept that has been done before and much better. The story this film presents is too short and is stretched out to make the runtime. It came out too late because it came out in 2010 for it to be relevant in child film culture. So, this movie, like I said, probably would have been good like 10, 20 years earlier. Because mm-hmm. that was around the time these type of movies all over the place mm-hmm. this one's too late and it wasn't that great <sighs> really it wasn't that great it didn't even properly ex- explore the full extent of this concept that's sad I mean I could think of creating an animated series with this concept but much darker because <laughs> like logic <laughs> flies out the door about this it's like so what so the parents are now children in the mindset so like how does that work i don't know so they mostly focused on the kids do they age backwards then like how how do they come wow john you're really you 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 really have different if the children or the adults how do they reproduce also in this scenario brothers and sisters took the place as husband and wife in this film, and I never talked about that. 
husband and wife, the adults, became brother and sister children. How did that happen? I don't know. Where are their parents? Who knows? Whose parents are the grandparents? We don't know. Wow, John. Wow. I tried to apply logic to this film where I shouldn't have. <laughs> you could literally make uh, like a limited series based on that. I can explore a lot of the flaws in this film. Oh my god. And it'd be a much more interesting story. I've... You end up years in the future where society is now crumbled because they can't do things anymore. They can't really properly reproduce because they're just children. Oh my gosh, John. You know? Like this is literally like what if, but opposite day. It is. It's what <laughs> it's what if but opposite day. Oh my gosh, John. It's it's yeah. I did not love this film. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'd probably show this to my kids as a fun thing, but like, it's not on the top of my list. Hey, kids, watch this movie. I, as terrible as it sounds, I low key need that that TV show. Oh my gosh, we'll work on it. <laughs> I mean, we will work on it. I don't. I, hey, hey, we're part it's your of show. My show. Your show. Post-apocalyptic future. Yes. Oh my gosh. Would you want it animated or live action? This, I think, would be an anime. Animated what I just I, said. No, like I'm that's sorry. that's a story of an anime. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so out there. It has to be animated. You can't do it in live action. Yeah. You would really screw with people if it was live action. Like people would be so much more disturbed. Right. Right. Anyway, um, and then yesterday, just for kicks, I watched The Dark Knight. So, John. Yeah. Um. So I have a friend. Uh, the friend I watched X-Men movies with, he's going mm. to see the Batman movies in theaters on Monday. Sure. And last night, because of the Jurassic Sleep thing I mentioned, I'm like, you want to do something tonight? You want to watch, I don't know, like Free Guy? Because we've low-key been obsessing over Ryan Reynolds after watching Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not that much, but enough where we talk about him occasionally, kind of thing, you know? Um, and he's like, um, can we watch, uh, the, the Christian Bale trilogy? I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, I haven't seen any standalone Batman movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, out of all people, I low-key would have expected him to have already seen it. Mm. So I'm like, Okay, buddy, uh, give me uh, a little bit of time to digest this information because I was literally expecting us to watch freaking Free Guy or something like that. You know what I mean? Not that right. he was... I don't even think really Free Guy was on his radar. I mentioned it before kind of thing. I was expecting to watch something dumb, not something serious. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, you want to watch a serious movie. I did not see that. I mean, we like serious stuff, but it's just like, you know, give me a week to prepare, buddy. 
So, yeah, last night we watched uh, Batman Begins. And then this morning we started The Dark Knight, but because he's traveling around today and it seriously sunk his battery and he lost data during traveling, we, we will finish it tonight. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, look at me. I'm, uh, I've watched a, a half of this Nolan trilogy. Okay, it's very, it's very interesting. It's funny how last week I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to be like three years until I see it, and then the next episode I'm like, yeah, all right, I saw half of it, right. <laughs> so, okay, my, you want my thoughts? Uh, sure. Batman Begins because you, you, you just started, you just finished mm-hmm. that one. It wasn't. Amazing. No, like, it's not. Did I expect it to be? In many aspects, no. But also because it's Nolan and people appreciate the trilogy as is, yes. You know what I mean? Right. Um, thankfully, it wasn't as bad as me going through the McGuire movies where I'm like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, so disappointed. It, it was just, I just didn't, like, fully, I, I did expect a little more, but at the same time, here, if you look at the movie for what it is, for a origin story kind of a movie, really well done, you know? Um, also, it being first DC outing, I can't help but compare it to Marvel, not necessarily out of pure pettiness, not pettiness. Really, the only pettiness I'm really thinking about is the fact how DC fans get after Marvel fans and Marvel fans get after DC fans. That was the only petty of my comparisons. You know what I mean? Regardless, yeah. it was really interesting how, like, there were, like, Batman is literally if Tony Stark was Moon Knight. You know what I mean? Um, we haven't seen Moon Knight, but yes. Sure. From what I've heard of Moon Knight, the fact that it's a billionaire kind of guy who who runs around in a suit with a giant cape throwing around the fidget spinners. That's all that that's that's Tony Stark and Moon Knight combined, aka Batman. You know what I mean? Which which came first? Batman or movie. Yeah. Or at yeah. least in, in terms of live action, I don't know, in terms of comic chronology. But still, um, let me think. Um, this, this is my biggest issue. Mm. I cannot take Batman seriously. I can take the movies seriously. I can okay. take Bruce Wayne seriously. I cannot take Batman seriously. It's like even Bruce Wayne himself said, a man who dresses up in the bat clearly has issues. <laughs> he, he, he. And also part of my issue is I watched Bible Man. So, you know, you have to make up. Uh, that Batman has. 
he he's talking to stupid low boys. Leave you like Batman. Compared to his normal voice, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, he's trying to be so serious. This voice just that it's not okay. Kind of know what I mean? Sure. It's not that I'm sitting in my seat laughing my head off, mm-hmm. but I can't accept it. And, and again, I don't like, I don't want to play the comparison games to be petty. But okay. again, Marvel is like the only superhero stuff I know, right? Like t- when Tony Stark is in as Iron Man, he's not trying to be Iron Man. He's just Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And honestly, with most all these characters, yes, there's an aspect when when Peter Parker is in his suit, he can be more confident kind of guy, more quippy. At least from what I've kind of seen of Peter Parker live action, right? I'm I'm really thinking of Andrew Garfield with that. Regardless, um, like it 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 feels believable enough, but to have a billionaire running around, you know, like it's a really it's a cool suit, like it's a cool suit with cool gadgets. Mm-hmm. But talking at the, but when he stares at a person. It talks like this, and you expect me to believe him? Like his I voice guess. is definitely not the best part. But hey, at least you know he's different. He's differentiating his voice. <laughs> That's the only positive I can take from that. His voice sounds different. I mean, compared like... to a lot of other Batman who just have the exact same voice. I mean, that, I guess you could see the cool in that, but it's hard cool. for me, too. I mean, cool? I don't say cool, but sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's it's a solid movie. It mm-hmm. really is. Um, like, there it's are not my favorite like, Batman so cool. movie. But well, I bet know. it's not. But I'm just saying, like, I wasn't disappointed, you know? Like, I, you know, I, I mentioned going into Marvel, I thought it was going to be stupid, and it wasn't. You know what I mean? I thought it was just going to be explosions every minute. Nonsense, no story, no character. Um, and so, after going through Marvel, I knew enough, I was smart enough that I knew that at least this Nolan Batman thing wouldn't be like that. I knew it would be, a, it's a serious outing, I knew it's a serious movie. And so, like, definitely delivered on that. There are great moments. There are moments I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. The, his Batmobile is freaking cool. Um, but, you know, it's... Oh, also, it was... I like the idea of a fictionalized city. Because with Marvel, it's just like, oh, oh crap. There goes New York again. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's DC in general. Every uh-huh. city is a fictionalized city, and like when they try and put it into an actual map, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But the so thing, we just ignore the map. But the thing is, like, the fictional city felt very real. I love the fictional city. Yeah, because you can make your own rules. Yes, it was really because you tried to do that with New York. I mean, I'm not. This is no comment on Daredevil. 
But like if you if you try to give New York its own rules, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like because you already have an idea of what New York is like. Now, obviously, you can do things underground. I don't know. Again, King Pen Daredevil stuff. I'm not commenting on that. But Gotham is its own city where you can do anything, mm-hmm. and it works, and it's beautiful, and I love that. Uh, so a big question: Where did he leave off yes. in Dark Knight? We're about halfway through. So my current thoughts with Dark Knight. But where? Well, here's the. What happened? The one of the things that happened in the last five ten minutes is Gordon died. Okay, you're there. So, um, watching Batman Begins, I was sitting there thinking, "This is not a Christopher Nolan movie." You know what I mean? Like it, like I know that's one of his earlier things, mm-hmm. and I know it's not Inception, right? But it just didn't feel like Christopher Nolan. You know what I mean? Sure. Now, I don't know enough of Christopher Nolan that I bet someone could prove me wrong. But watching The Dark Knight, the the most Christopher Nolan-esque thing about it, like, first off, like, watching Dark Knight, I could see, okay, that's more like Christopher Nolan. The most Christopher Nolan-esque thing is that it doesn't stop. There isn't... It doesn't take time to over explain this plot point for 10 minutes it sums it up in a minute kind of thing it keeps going keeps moving mm. you know like re-watching interstellar a couple of weeks ago like you know it didn't have an unnecessary scene with that unless that would have been cool to see right would the one thing i think is when uh kind of hey was floating in space and the space rangers came like it would have been kind of cool to see the space rangers get him put him in the spaceship see like, oh, is he still alive? Oh my gosh, he, he's still, he, he, if we only have a few minutes left to get him, we saved him, that kind of thing. Like, that kind of would have been cool. I'm not saying it would have worked. I'm just saying, like, to some degree, like, kind of would have been cool to see that aspect of the story, right? But right. the movie didn't need it, and it worked without it. Um, and so, like, Christopher Nolan is no nonsense with his pacing. Like, he's very much like, we're going to tell what we need to tell, and that's if we don't have to go overboard. Um, and so that is the one thing I'm really gathering from the Dark Knight. However, and also, well, also, it's hard it's to say because you're not finished the movie. Yeah, I still have a few thoughts. You know what I mean? Okay. Which obviously could evolve or devolve uh, as I go through the movie. But yeah, still a few thoughts. Like Batman Begins is a great origin movie. You know, I don't mean like great. But like it's it's well done. Yeah, it, it's it great the job. Movie. The Dark Knight is really obviously its own movie. Obviously, a movie in part of a trilogy, but also a really good standalone movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially after coming out of Marvel, where everything has to be connected. You know, and obviously the movies can work on their own. But again, especially when you think about Infinity War, Endgame, they're they're literal puzzle pieces in a puzzle, not standalone movies. Especially in game, um, so to this movie literally being its own movie that doesn't feel like a Marvel continuation of the Batman Begins. You know what I mean? It feels like its own movie. Obviously, going off Batman Begins because obviously it's part of that story, but it doesn't right. feel like oh we over extenuate this 
did I make it forward? I don't know. But this like story from Batman begins because it's a connected universe kind of thing. You know, it feels like its own movie. I thought that's really, really cool. Um, also, the, the Rachel replacement actress looked similar enough. That kind of surprised me because when I saw her, I'm like, she looks a little different. I didn't really know. And my friend's like, yeah, it's a different actress. I, I looked at like, okay. Like, good on them for getting a close enough replacement. Though I really missed the first one. I really liked the first one. Yeah. It's because, like, after the first movie, she got married and her husband didn't want her kissing other guys. So, there you go. Kind of makes sense, but also, rip. <laughs> Rip. I really liked her. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, she's I, not, I, she's I, not she, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she's not... I don't think she's a... I think she's, like, original to the Dark Knight trilogy. And not in the comics, so... Hmm. She... Let me think. Like, I've legitimately wondered how partners and marriages feel with you know them being actors and them having to kiss people like mm. how how do they navigate that so the so the fact that like they have their ground rules like i hope it was mutually agreed on kind of thing instead of a husband being like oh you can't do this okay kind of thing you know what i mean um, right but like Props to them for, you know, having, knowing their boundaries kind of thing, I guess. But still, that sucks. Not that I, I didn't, the Dark Knight, I don't really know. But, like, I feel like you can still have a romance in a movie without there being kissing. Um, that's my opinion. Um, Anyways. Uh, so, I guess, warning for what's coming. Okay, thank you. Like, there is there is like a car crash, but like it's mm-hmm. very it's very quick. But okay, just at just least so it's you quick. know. Thank yeah. you. I mean, there's two, but one is very. I think would be the most, but again, it's very okay. quick. Thank you. Um, um. So I have there's a friend on social media who. At this point, is like a DC simp, and he's like, Marvel is trash, kind of thing. Like, you know, obviously the guy who's going to watch what Marvel's going to release, but, like, Marvel is trash. You know what? One of those sure. kind of guys, right? Yeah. So he's literally praising the Batman, which I'm not going to blame him. Did you see it a second time? No. No? Okay, just curious. Praising the Batman and trashing No Way Home, which, let's, let's get this straight. He enjoyed No Way Home when it released. But obviously, it's cool to trash on Marvel. I mean, um, there are reasons to trash No Way Home, but like... Oh, yeah. I bet. But the thing is, like, he's comparing the Batman to No Way Home. Of course. You, they're two different movies. Mm-hmm. And No Way... He's like, No Way Home relies on nostalgia. Well, no freaking duh. That's the whole freaking part of the movie. You know what I mean? Like... Wait till you get the Flash. <laughs> Which did you hear about the delayed dates? Oh my gosh! I yeah. I, oh my gosh! I heard that delay. I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, "What? Twenty twenty three? 
with what? Aquaman. June of 2023. Like I a know. Almost six months. It's like, it's, no, actually, it's like a whole year. Really? Yeah, it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to be the next movie to come out. Produced. Really? Yeah. Frick. So, uh. Anyways. <laughs> uh, that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, it was so funny because in the Super Bowl, they had, they had their, these are our 2022 movies. The Flash, you know, <laughs> Aquaman 2, 2022. And then three weeks later, they're like, nope. <laughs> so here's, here's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the Discovery merger. Mm-hmm. Because that's being finalized in three weeks. Wow. So it could be that they saw the film and they just weren't happy with something. But we don't know. I'll be really interested if this is for the best or not. See, and like that's the most logical decision because they wouldn't do that. Warner Brothers would not push the year, the movie a year later after Mm. their whole campaign. Right. That's true. So, anyways, with the comparison thing, like, again, like, I'm not saying you can't compare the two, but that's just a bad comparison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's one thing he said. He said, no way home didn't let you breathe. That I completely disagree about. Because now I, I have a strong feeling of who's going to die in the Dark Knight. Because I feel like I know enough. Who's going to die in the Dark Knight? Rachel. Okay. Uh, but, uh, like, me and my friend were watching it, we were like, they did not give us any time to breathe about Gordon. You know what I mean? Like, just, I feel like in typical Nolan fashion, it just kept moving on. Yeah. Thing, you know what I mean? And I'm like, like, it, it, him dying was out of nowhere. And it just moves on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hold on a second. I liked this guy. Yeah. Like, give me two minutes, please. He, he, but they didn't. Yeah. But at least with Aunt May and No Way Home, they at least gave us that JJJ little monologue and stark imagery for us to contemplate on. Yeah, he's and we my have favorite. Our- Live action actor to portray that character. I really liked him, man. Yeah. That made me so sad. And they didn't. They didn't. Now I bet if and when Rachel dies, I bet we're it's gonna it's gonna take its sweet time with that. If that happens, yeah. <laughs> but point is, it, is Marvel great? I'll let you argue on that, but. At least No Way Home let us breathe. There were, uh, like, Aunt May is my main thing to harp on for this. Especially the fact that I didn't finish Dark Knight yet. But, the Dark Knight just keeps pushing on. There's, there's no breathing point. You've not even gotten to the meaty parts of the film. Uh, yeah, I bet I haven't yet. Like, yeah, I'm excited. Just thinking about this next half excites me. So that, I guess that's a thing, because again, I haven't finished it, but it's just like, everyone loves this movie. Uh-huh. And I guess I haven't gotten to the 
part why people love this movie. I mean, it's not like the the part. It's just a lot of parts. Okay. There's, I mean, there's like, a... Joker is amazing. But that's all I can really say. You know what J- I mean? You, you think the Joker is amazing? Actor. Okay. Acting. You're right. Like, you haven't amazing. seen anything yet? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's so much Remember? behind the scenes I can talk about. But... Oh. What it, it isn't it said that this movie kind of killed the actor? Um, is that what I heard? It was really like the drugs he took to maintain filming schedules for not just this movie but other movies as well. Okay, that killed the actor. Okay. But yeah, you could say he died before this movie came out. Oh, he did. Yes, I did not. Oh, wow. And he's. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Whew. You're not there yet. I can't say anything. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so, but yeah, and the actually the real last event that happened was the Rachel's boyfriend. I forget his name. Says he's Harvey. Batman. Yeah, I'm like I did not see that coming. I'm like what? Okay. Oh boy. What? There's a big stunt in this thing. There's this giant stunt here. Mm-hmm. About the thing that's coming up. That's the stunt that Nolan broke one of the only three IMAX cameras with at that time. Sorry, repeat that again. So at that time, there were only three IMAX cameras in yes. existence. No one broke one of those filming this giant stunt. <laughs> and that stunt is practical, by the way. So, it's like one of the next things coming up. So, you'll know what I mean when you see it. Okay. Okay. Wow. Man, I love that show. So, yeah. I. So, we'll be finishing that tonight. We probably would even get to uh, Dark Knight Rises tonight. Who knows? I. Um, that's a long movie. Dark Knight Rises. Rises? How long is it? It's longer than Dark Knight. It's two Thank hours you. and 40 minutes. Dark Knight's I two mean, hours hey, and 30 I'm, minutes. If I'm in... Uh, if I'm staying up till like 3 p.m. tomorrow, I have time. Gotcha. <laughs> staying up until 3 p.m. Wow, that's a goal. <laughs> that is a goal. It is a goal. Uh. I'm I'm literally killing myself over um, this, but I har- want a good sleep schedule. So. Harking back to something you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. you were talking about what kinds of Marvel films I think Zimmer would be a good score for. Yeah, the reason why I texted you that is because I had one thing in mind, but um, you didn't have that answer for me, so, so I'm like, like, never mind. I thought of one more. Like, the two that yes. I wrote back were, of course, Daredevil and Ghost Rider. You have more. Re- you said Spider-Man as well. I, th- I said Spider-Man because you did that movie, but, like, I was confused oh, by your question. Okay, okay um, gotcha, gotcha. So I did those two, but I just thought of one more that I think best works, and that would be the X-Men. I think he could do a really good X-Men soundtrack. And he'd probably harken back to the animated series with those electronic sounds. 
Was do you know what's my thought immediately when you said that? Let's repeat that sentence. Repeat that. Phoenix. He did that? Yeah. Okay. I haven't listened to that, so. Okay. I don't remember the soundtrack in that film. I, I mean, if we're to be honest, did they even try with that movie? <laughs> but like, actually, the one thing I'll give that movie is the fact that there's a few, like, really visually, like, stunning, like, effects. Sure. With, with you know, Jean Grey. Like, there's a few of the effects where it's just like, that's really colorful. I'll give them that. That's probably the best part of the movie. So, like, there's some really cool colors. So what was um, your answer? No, I didn't have an answer. Oh. But with the original Iron Man soundtrack, Hans Zimmer actually did help contribute to that. Yeah. Which I... I just randomly remember it, and I just thought that was interesting. Obviously, it wasn't his score, but he did contribute to it. So I just thought that was interesting thinking about it. Because I thought your answer was Iron Man, or at least one of them. So I'm like, huh. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah. A little bit of a little trivia thing mm-hmm. that I've been holding for a while and I forgot. Okay. I keep forgetting. So, you know the 70s Hulk? TV show? Yeah. Yes. So the actor who, like, plays the Hulk, the green guy, mm-hmm. was the voice of the Hulk for the Marvel movies up until Ragnarok. Really? Yeah. So the growls were all him. Yo! I know. All this time I thought Mark Ruffalo was had a voice in him, but I guess not. <laughs> I mean, maybe R- Ruffalo did some, yeah, some the actual lines, but like the actual all stuff was him. That's really uh, cool. Yeah, he also did Hulk's voice in the 90s cartoon, which was like, what? Really? <laughs> I wonder why it sounded so good. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. But then, of course, Buffalo took over because, you know, their change. But, yeah, that was a cool tidbit. So, I don't know if you know this, but uh, did you hear about uh, the actor William Hurt? Uh, I just just heard about that. Yeah, he passed away today. Mm -hmm. That that hit me when you mentioned Hulk. I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) because that was his first appearance. So, I was, William Hurt passed away today, so, I I was just reminded of that when you mentioned the Hulk, because the Incredible Hulk was his first appearance as Ross. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is Ross. Yes. Ooh, okay. Not that he was, like, had a lot of character, you know what I mean? Mm. But I was legitimately curious if they had plans for him in the future. You know what I mean? Right. And 
at least in actor form, that's not to be the case. So. I mean, a little sad. Not that I, I mean, obviously sad because of, you know, it's always sad to lose somebody. But, you know, and I never really liked the character. You know what I mean? But I was always curious, like, what would they do with him? You know? Right. So, yeah. So I mean, I felt like Endgame was a good, or Infinity War was a good spot to leave him off. Even though he had back in Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, although because of the timing, that would work so well. It does, but it 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 hurts me that Black Widow had to be his last one. (laughs) Unless he's in Armored Wars, who knows? But the thing is, they haven't even shot that one yet. Okay. Well. There you go. Which shocks me. I'm kind of excited about that one. But, yeah. If you were curious, uh, who was that guy in... I can find a name. Um, the, the white guy in Black Panther. Oh, Martin Freeman? Yes. He uh, will be in Secret Invasion. Okay. So Interesting. Yeah. So... I guess if anything, we probably could have expected Ross in Secret Invasion. If oh yeah, Secret Invasion again. would be the one to see him in. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious if we'll see him one last time or not. But also, like, they're still shooting Secret Invasion, so I, I mean, I don't know if they're doing reshoots right now or if this is the main shooting they're doing right now. But yeah, why that guy? Why Martin Freeman? I don't know. I mean, he's a good actor, but, like, that's not his best character. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really... It, you know, I'm going to be really honest. Why was he in Black Panther? You know what I mean? If if anything, the most ironic part is that he low-key saves the day. (laughs) Right. Which almost destroys exactly what the movie was trying to do. Okay. You know what I mean? Because right. if it was to be such a black empowering kind of movie, and you had that one white guy who kind of saves stuff, I forget what specifically, but at least one aspect of the battle. It's just like... You know? it's just I'm just like, it's weird. Right. Yeah. But, you know, he's still a really good actor, though. Yeah, nothing nothing against the actor. It's just as a character. I just... Why was he in Black Panther? You know? I mean, because the character himself is like a Black Panther character. But Oh, is that, he? Okay. I mean, in the comics, yeah. Okay. I guess it had to be that way. Same as Claw, but, you know, they dealt with him. But that makes more sense. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's the antagonist, you know? Yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I'm hearing that he's also going to be in Black Panther too, uh, Martin Freeman. So, yeah, which I, I mean, at the end of the day, sense. I'm not against. Yeah, it does make sense. I'm not against it. I'm just saying, like, the fact that he was in it in the first place is just a little weird to me. But it is what it is. Sure.
So yeah. So let's see. what's what's your general thoughts about the Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I didn't love it when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's it's a beautiful it's a the cinematography is great. It's fantastic, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's very different. The main villain, a completely different take of a classic villain, which is a little bit controversial at the time, but he is a good, intimidating villain. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it at the time was that that was like the film that a lot of the audio mixing was becoming a problem with Nolan. <laughs> and I've learned why. Okay. So Nolan's, Nolan actually has said that he mixes his movies to the best quality IMAX with no plans of releasing it edited down for different theaters. Mm. Except for like film releases, of course, and DVDs and such. So that that's just his stance. Like, uh, I just I work my things to the best of quality. I'm not gonna like put it down for other stuff. Which sure for the art, yeah, but like for audiences, not so great. That's why Tenet was very, you know. So it's literally mixed for IMAX. It's mixed for the best IMAX viewing experience possible. Yes. Then why don't you release your movies in IMAX? I mean, no, like the DVD mix is different. Like there they refix it. Is it? it. Yeah, there they fix it. But like in when it comes out in theaters, regular theaters, they don't have the same equipment as IMAX, and so they don't sound the best. Then just release your movie in IMAX. If your whole thing is about that big quality, don't send it to the small theaters. Well, I don't think he has the choice, like, to not send it to small theaters. Yeah, his his distributors they send it. They send it. But anyway, yeah, Dark Knight Rises. It's got some really cool stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But due to events, their original plans were changed. Mm-hmm. Yay. Which, it doesn't really affect anything. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. No, it doesn't, it doesn't affect anything. It just means that they had to rework things from the ground up. But mm-hmm. it's like kind of like, oh, I wonder what this would have been like. Right. I I didn't realize it released the same year as the Avengers. Yeah. So that I so that also means I didn't realize that Inception was literally released in between the two. Correct. That's so crazy to think oh, about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So there's like actors from Inception in Oh are there? High Rises, yeah. <laughs> I mean not Leo. Uh-huh. Really it's just like Oh yeah, yeah. Like two guys, three guys. Yeah, 
Two guys. Huh. No one reuses a lot of actors. Uh, that's for sure. I've heard. That's funny. Wow. So, this movie, what, would you say it was to fulfill the contract? What? Was this third Batman movie contracted? Or um, did Nolan actually want to do this movie? I don't recall, but I, I know that like he closed it off. It does close off the trilogy. That's for sure. After that, he wanted nothing to do with Batman. I saw an article the other day that Christian Bale was approached with a fourth Batman. He's like, I want to respect Nolan's wishes. Correct. Because you can't, you can't, the way the movie ends, you just, you just can't undo that. <laughs> okay. You can't do that respectfully. Um, <laughs> like, even then, like, back when the Man of Steel Superman, they were like, oh, why don't we have that in the same universe as Dark Knight? No one's like, no, get away. I don't want you. <laughs> Would you have liked that? Mm. No. I mean, no, because of where things end, but... Uh, no, because I love Ben Affleck. So Man of Steel, then... Which actor is that? Henry Cavill. So you're saying that is Batman versus Superman? For what? You, you said you love Ben Affleck, who is Batman, right? Yes. That's Batman versus Superman. So that is in the same universe as Man of Steel? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Which came out a year after Dark Knight Rises. Wait, Batman versus Superman 2013? No, no, Man of Steel is 2013. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So Man of Steel, how many movies were that? For what? That Superman, then, besides Batman versus Superman. It was just that, and then Batman versus Superman. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. They were really... Did you like... Did you like Man of Steel? Ah. Uh... I think it's grown on me, mm-hmm. but like, I don't love it. It's Did you a very... like Henry as an actor? I do. Yes, I okay. do. So but I guess it, that's it's the such only... a it's just a, it's just a different portrayal. Would you argue that that's what that's the only redeeming quality of Batman versus Superman? The actors, like them portraying their characters. <laughs> My my from my perspective, no. No. I actually like the story. Oh okay. Of the out of the extended version. Uh-huh. Cause that makes all the difference. How different is the extended from the theatrical cut? It's thirty more minutes mm-hmm. of crucial detail. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The theatrical version just pales in comparison it's so funny to me like seeing the the extended cut in stores and wonder woman's right in the middle (laughs) it's just funny to me why (laughs) 
because it's a Batman versus Superman movie. And mm-hmm. you put one and one right there. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Like, <laughs> you would kind of think that Batman versus Superman is enough of a selling point. Sure. And hey, like, legitimately, again, it's cool. Wonder Woman, in the mix of that. Do I know anything about Wonder Woman to say that? No, but I'm just saying. It's, you know... It's the first live-action Wonder Woman since Linda Carter in the 70s. Right. Which is but I'm saying, deal. like, at this point, we have the Wonder Woman movies. Like, it doesn't really mean anything to have Wonder Woman on the cover of that now. You know what I mean? No. Because if anything, if I want to see Wonder Woman, I'm going to watch Wonder Woman, not Batman versus Superman. But she's like a part of that movie. So I wouldn't cut her because, again, she's a big part of the movie. Not, not cut her from the movie. The, the, I'm just saying. Like, like again, like the, the poster, DVD. again, like I would still put her there because she's you still would. a big part okay. of the movie. Okay. I thought she was like a third act surprise reveal kind of thing. No, you see her early no. on. She, okay. She's in costume in the third act, but sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Then, then I don't know enough of the movie to say anything. Okay. Yeah, we haven't watched it. Even then. Do I, do I want to watch it? <laughs> Ten years, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Because not too many people have good things to say about that movie, so I'm just... I mean... <laughs> sure. It's a bit divisive. Then again, a lot of those people didn't see the extended cut, so... That's true. I believe that. Why didn't they just release the extended cut? Because, um... Because, uh, like, at that time, films were trying to be, like, average no more than two and a half hours. And the Snyder, extended cut is essentially three hours. It's three hours. Snyder has the tendency for going much longer. Which studios kind of don't want that. They just want... A proper length. But now that, dare I say, Endgame exists now, studios are okay with it. Like, Endgame proved that people will come in in drives to see a long movie. The Batman proved Mm -hmm. it's three hours long that people will come to see that movie. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to see a longer influx of longer movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just uh, Snyder's Justice League. It's four hours long. People, but also that that was in streaming. Now the question right. is: are, are people going to watch a four-hour movie in theaters? You know what I mean? I don't know. You have the Lord of the Rings. Each movie's four hours long with the extended okay. cut. That's the extended cut, not in theaters. Right. Uh, like I'm not saying it can't work. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just like, obviously, we've proved it with three hours. Uh, can we do it with four in theaters? Right. That's all I'm saying. Titanic was three, like more than three hours. Uh-huh. That was in theaters. But also in, that was in before... In the 90s. That was like the it's... longest movie at the time. <laughs> but that was also before our current state of things. Right. Uh, what I'm saying is like right now, like... Obviously, people would have gone to see Snyder's Justice League in theaters. It was released in theaters. We know that. 
I don't know how big of a return it would have received, but oh. obviously people would have gone to see it in theaters. Man, that would be, that would be interesting. <laughs> Four hours in the movie theater. My gosh. That's my point. Like, are are people willing to to push that limit? Because it seems like people aren't ready to go past three hours yet. Yeah, we're still we're still like, we're still getting there. We've extended it to three hours now, but are people willing to go past three hours? Now, what I'm curious is how long is Doctor Strange going to be? Oh, my yeah. current guess is two hours and forty minutes. That's my current guess. That seems like a good guess. Was that your guess? Did I take that from you? No. No. Okay. I, no, I, I, I didn't before. have a guess, but like that's a that's just a good length to have. That is a good length, especially what we saw in the trailer. Like that's a good length to have. Yeah, man. Like the more I think about the trailer, it's like, what else is there? It's a big you know movie. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I know you literally have a vault of cameos to go through, but the fact that how much they revealed in the in the trailer, I'm like, what more do you have? Yeah. Because if Marvel doesn't like spoiling stuff, then it means that there's more, more than what they've already spoiled. Anyway, congratulations on getting a glimpse of DC. Well, thank you. Uh, experience your first Joker. Yes. Who's my, fa- who's my favorite just character in general. What's your thoughts on the Joker movie, then? I really liked it. Okay. It's, it's, again, it's very different. But right. I liked it for reasons. Uh-huh. Of course, well, you know, there, there are problems didn't a lot of people like that movie? Yeah, a lot of people really liked it. I was surprised to see, like, how low the Rotten Tomatoes score was that. Was I, I mean, for that one. obviously the critics were... There's a lot of critics backlash because it's just they were worried to like, oh, this is a villain movie. Like, oh, are we like glorifying this villainous evil stuff? But like, no, we're not. It's what year a- was the Joker? Twenty nineteen. So okay. right before right before COVID. I was just about to ask if if the Joker influenced Sony to do their Spider-Man movies, but then, but then Venom was 2018. I think. Right. I would not recommend Joker to you. Yeah, that's that's, that's not. That's like too far down the line. Yeah. To even really recommend. I I'd say you had to really be a Joker guy like me. Mm-hmm. I'm a fanatic. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> oh I yeah. Still, will so, like, say. I, so, I was mm-hmm. editing this thing together mm-hmm. with like uh, every clip of Joker ever. Mm-hmm. It's like seventy gigabytes on a folder that I've been like bringing all together for like years. I deleted that folder. And now, does your computer work fine? Sure. Yeah. It's more space. It was just like, I was doing this, and it was like, man, yeah, it's an obsession. I'll just delete this. <laughs> what am I going to do with this anyway? 
So is that Joker the same Joker in the original Suicide Squad? So, wow. No. Suicide Squad. This no. is a this is a standalone movie. Same actor. That's what I meant. No. No, it's not. Okay. Is there a Joker in the new Suicide Squad? I can't talk. In the new Suicide Squad movie. No. No, okay. Yeah, I like I still don't want to get into DC really. Again, right? that's you know fine. I mean? That's fine. Because their universes are a mess. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound petty, but like no. I mean obviously we've talked about the darkness, the gore. I mean I could do kind of darkness, right? But it's more or less the gore. But there isn't really anything consistent enough for me to latch yeah. on to the DC gore as a whole. Is... In more recent years, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm still curious to see the new Batman movie. I've said that before, I'll say it again. Probably when it hits HBO Max, I'll probably watch it. Okay. Like, I, I'm not going to pay... I'm not, like, in the mood to pay $20 to see Batman in IMAX. Of course. Of course. I don't want to see it like that. Not to say I don't want to see it in IMAX. I'm just saying, like... Especially with these gas prices. <laughs> Frankly, the theater is two minutes away from my place. Um, <laughs> but it's, I don't know, like, I only really go to see the Marvel movies in theaters because I care enough to see it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, everything else I really don't, except for Lightyear. Like, there's no other movies I'm aware of that, like, I'm, like, somewhat dying to watch. And I'm definitely not dying to watch the new Batman movie, so... Gotcha. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, because like, like I said, I, I'm I'm a little too entrenched with Marvel stuff that if I don't see it within the first forty hours, the movie is completely ruined for me. So, unless it's something like Eternals, <laughs> like like I said, just I have this long document. <laughs> <laughs> Animation's the good place to start. Okay. I would kind of, yeah, the more I think about it, like, that seems like a better thing, but I I, I need to watch the, the, the X-Men animated thing. That's fine. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's what you, I need you, to get You on. can watch the competition at that time. If you could even call <laughs> it that. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> uh, okay, here here's something I thought. Um, obviously, many movies are shot the way they are. That's called cinematography, right? Yes. Not Marvel. Marvel, they're there to make. The, the movie. They're there to make the story come to life in the live action movie. I'm not wrong, right? Correct. Like, I bet, like, you got Sam Raimi on this new Doctor Strange movie. I bet he's gonna. I mean, he can't not have some Sam Raimi in it. You know what I mean? Right. But in, in a very general sense. Like, okay, this is my point. Why don't they just shoot all the Marvel movies in, in expanded IMAX at this point? You know what I mean? 
Like, they have no reason not to. Like, they're not there to make a cinematic movie. I bet some people would have cinematic reasons why they shoot things in IMAX and some reasons or to not shoot in IMAX at all or to shoot completely in IMAX. You know what I mean? Marvel has... They're not that kind of movie-making machine to be like, it has to be this way. You know what I mean? Right. They literally do IMAX to do IMAX. And then you think about it, Shang-Chi was completely shot in IMAX. Shang-Chi out of all movies. Not, I, I don't have anything against Shang-Chi, but Shang-Chi isn't a movie that I think would be shot completely in IMAX. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yet it was. Why don't they, at this point, just shoot all the movies in IMAX? Probably reason for it. One could, be, one could be money. Two could just be. I certain directors have choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess especially after watching Eternals, like between Shang Chi and Eternals, I legitimately would have thought Eternals would be completely shot in IMAX, but it wasn't. And, and I, I just, I just think, why wasn't? Sorry, why was Shang-Chi shot fully in IMAX? I don't have an issue with it. Like, I'm not necessarily a person who's like, it has to be IMAX. I'm only talking about IMAX because it exists. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, again, if it exists, why not just go for it? Spider-Man, like, that makes sense. Okay, you you do such a big thing like Spider-Man completely in IMAX, but why Shang-Chi? So then, if you did for Shang-Chi, why not you just do it for all of them? I think it's it's like getting more in recent years. It's getting cheaper to do an IMAX, mm-hmm. so that's what they're doing. I mean, I definitely expect there to be more Marvel movies fully in IMAX in the future. But it's, correct, correct. And then not to mention the fact, you know, IMAX is available on Disney Plus, so obviously they're going to make that a selling point. They already have. They'll probably continue to do that for future movies. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I'm personally curious if if the Doctor Strange movie is fully in IMAX. On one end, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be surprised if it's not. Again, because I bet Sam Raimi might have his directorial quirks with not wanting it to be fully in IMAX. But again, just like after watching the Doctor Strange trailer in IMAX, I'm just like, why not in general for Marvel? You know what I mean? So We'll, we'll find out we'll together. Have. We'll find out together. <laughs> what an exciting thought. What, what a time. What a time. But seriously, just in general, like, different aspect ratios is just fascinating to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, the Avengers and Ant-Man were shot in the same aspect ratio. They were very, the aspect ratio is very close to IMAX, but it's not an IMAX ratio. You know, the... Which contrasts, obviously, from IMAX ratio and general widescreen ratio. And then, like, you throw into TV shows, which I bet is the general aspect ratio. And just, like, seeing different aspect ratios is just fascinating to me. I don't know if I like it or dislike it. You know what I mean? <laughs> then it's also a thing to point out that even the IMAX on Disney Plus isn't full IMAX. Right. Um... Because uh, Snyder's Justice League is full IMAX. Is it? Yes, it's the proper 4x3 
scale on HBO Max. Huh. And so you, there's still a whole lot of film left to see if they shot fully in IMAX with the Marvel mm. movies. That's it's true. It, 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 the really I believe the reason they released it that way is because you can't do four by three on your screen because you'll just have these black bars on the side. Right. I was actually because when I saw Shang Chi in theaters, I noticed that the ratio changed a few times. Mm. Despite that movie shot in at least full expanded IMAX format. Mm. And then in Eternals, there were times when it literally used the full 4x3 in Eternals, which Correct. out of three Marvel movies I've ever seen the IMAX, that was the only movie that actually did use the full ratio. Mm. I could be wrong. It might have used in Chang-Chi or No Way Home, but I don't remember. But I definitely remember for Eternals. So that, that makes me really curious. It also is almost an aspect. It's like, if Snyder did it, why... Why don't you go all the way, Disney? Why don't you add that third option for full IMAX? <laughs> right. For for kicks, you know, you know, like if you if you if you're able to do an expanded IMAX, why don't you just do it for kicks? Man, Snyder loves four by three. <laughs> so there are some Snyder fans that are hoping with the Discovery merger that the Snyderverse will be restored. <laughs> we've been what wishing that we've been wishing that for years I like I'm fine if the Snyder cuts all I get at least I got that would so, you want it restored and do you think it will happen I mean like what what are your general thoughts on that I'm just curious I mean it's just a better version Like, it wouldn't work if it's restored. I think in The Flash, what they're going to do is, like, they're going to say that the Snyderverse is its own universe. Mm -hmm. And our thing with this weed and stuff, it's its own universe as well. They both exist. If that's... If they don't completely rework the movie again, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? But technically, with the universe, there are two universes with that now, right? Mm. If, if we have two suits squads, or is that mm. more confusing than I'm realizing it is? No, no, no. Suicide Squad's still probably the same one. They just have so the they same literally one. made a sequel. Yes. So it's a sequel. It's a sequel with the exact same name. And then the Joker is its own universe from. The first Suicide Squad movie. No. No. It's the same actor in its own universe. No. It's a completely it different, a different actor. actor. Completely different, different actor, actor in its own film. Gotcha. DC loves the multiverse. Honestly, it works better that way. You get these standalone films that work so much better. <laughs> Are you excited for the Flashpoint movie? Yeah. You sound very confident. I mean, yeah. It was my most anticipated this year, 
So, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> now, John, what is your most anticipated movie of this year? I guess, uh, I guess Doctor Strange now. Flash, like I, I want it to be good, but I'm also worried because these, because Warner Brothers and DC of recent have been interesting. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It's a botched mess right now. Do you think that the upcoming DC movies will lead up to Flashpoint? So what's funny is they're supposed to take place after Flashpoint. Meaning continuity of Flashpoint affects those films. But now films are coming up before Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. That weren't. Now we don't know what's going on. Have fun! Have fun, yeah. I mean, I gave up of this universe a long time ago. But you're still curious enough to watch whatever comes out. Yeah, in hopes that they do something good. Do you think that may happen with Flashpoint? I mean, here's the thing. Batman's good. It's not part of the universe, but... Flash... They've not done a lot with Flash. And I like Flash as a character, so we'll see. Plus, they're doing multiverse crap with Flash, so... I want to see that as well. It's funny to me, because you were telling me that, you know... With with Marvel and DC competing at it with movies, you're like, DC said, at least we had the multiverse. And then now, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is releasing before Flashpoint. And everyone's like, ah, multiverse is the thing now. But it's just almost ironic to me that... I know. Marvel caught up with DC... Very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. I mean, sure... DC still did the most. <laughs> Not well, mm-hmm. but they did the most. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange? Probably going to do a whole lot more. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh. So, happy uh, Daredevil on Disney Plus week. Yes, happy that. I can't wait to get back on Disney Plus and watch them. <laughs> Excited to revisit the shows. Good. Glad you are. That that's crazy. That's actually happening. It is. Like, crazy. Am I gonna watch them? No. But am I gonna like look on Disney Plus and see them on there and be happy? Yes. What's what's gave even more crazy is how they'll classify them. Let me pull up Disney Plus and make my prediction. Because. Who knows if they'll put them in the canon. I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. But, like, they don't exactly have a proper legacy series. 
The, the closest they have to a legacy series is the Marvel series isn't specials. Yes. Where not only are stuff like Agent Carter and Inhumans are placed in, but also stuff like WandaVision and Loki. <laughs> it's such... I don't like that. It's Take... a mess. They, what I think one of the international countries had... You know, they have the Marvel Legacy movies. I think one of the countries internationally, it's Legacy movies and shows. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, let me see if I can find this. Um, yeah. Uh, let me... Look at that right there. Uh, Marvel Legacy movies and series is yes. in some country internationally, where they combine the movies and the shows in one place. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna be really curious if they're gonna end up doing that um, for America. Uh, but point being, I significantly doubt it's gonna be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe category. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, I always say that because, like, their appearance in the films could warrant them to be put. Because... Multiverse stuff, that's all I'm saying. Right, 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 right. Also, just their attention to detail with the Kingpin mm-hmm. stuff. Like, in the cut scenes that he was in. Uh, uh Hawkeye? Yes. Did you watch those by any chance? I didn't. Okay. He has I, he has a couple cutscenes there. I was legitimately surprised. Like, you know, I when I saw like stuff on Twitter, I thought they leaked or something. Only to actually realize in the extra section, there are actually 13, 13 deleted scenes in Hawkeye. I mean, None of not, the other Disney Plus shows have these. They're not crazy. But I bet they aren't, but they Kingpin's exist. Kingpin's costume attention to detail is great. Because <laughs> the time period that they put him in matches the costume of season one. Huh. Versus his later appearance, when he first shows up, is his costume from season three. So. Well, they even have a gag reel. Wow. Why did Hawkeye get all this and none of the other shows get anything? I know. WandaVision, we have three trailers. That's all we have in the extras. We also have assembled, but... That's true. At least we have plus, the, those behind-the-scenes stuff. They but it's like, the, putting the assembled into one season, one show. I hate that so much! I know. Uh. Like, so, I don't know if you've noticed or care, but the, the Forky asks a question, the Toy Story 4 spinoff thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the episodes are their own show. Oh. Yeah. It's not a season. It's their own. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're cluttering up your platform. And then now with this assembled thing, either combine it or split it up. Double-minded platform. 
And then, yeah, again, they need to remove a ton of these categories. Did you? So I noticed this recently on the Marvel thing. Before the, the cinematic universes, it went phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. Now it's four, three, two, one. I saw that, yeah. I'm like, why? Okay, they're trying to do the newest release first. Toys and toys. Yeah. Isn't that silly, what your silly. picture is for? I mean, you even have a Marvel Cinematic Universe section with everything in reverse order from newest to oldest. Just goofy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's messy, yeah. At least they have a timeline order, but even that isn't accurate in my book. But I'm excited to see some Daredevil again. I'm excited to see it on Disney Plus for sure. Um, one thing specific about specifically about Daredevil that I really love mm-hmm. is the fights. So there's one specific fight in season one, mm-hmm. which was like everyone was raving about, and it's a hallway fight that it's shot as if it's like in one take. Nice. And there's hidden cuts in there. Which they, of course, hide. And right. so every season after that, they've been trying to top it. So season mm. two, they have, like, another hallway fight. Well, like, mm. another type of fight. But, like, they're all great. They're all great. They're all fun. Okay. Then season three just <laughs> blows it out of the water. By Oh, really? It, like, yeah, it starts off by dialogue. Then you go into a fight. You rest. Into another fight. Mm. More dialogue back and forth. And it's ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. No hidden cuts. It's a straight one take. Oh wow! And it's amazing. You, you know what I'm excited to see? What? Let Let me get this date. Yes, on March 16th, when all these things hit Disney Plus, and Agents of Shield falls into the Marvel Legacy series category. Uh huh. And to watch all the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans cry. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited. It's it's going to be a hoot. Because here, at the end of the day, I don't hate Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, I never really watched it. I'm excited to watch it. But it's not MCU. Period. Like, can it be watched with the MCU? Yes. But it's not the MCU. And time and time again, has have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans been told that it's not, and they cry about it. Again, the Hawkeye thing. The most recent example. But this is going to be the nail in the coffin. And if they don't accept this, they're literally living in freaking denial. Their only hope now is Doctor Strange. That, that, that's the one thing I really hate is some people is like, oh, it's canon because of the multiverse. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if, like, in one aspect, yes. But what you're trying to argue, it's not. You know what I mean? Right, because there's different multiverse properties as well. Mm-hmm. 
Because, again, like, unless they specifically say it is, it's not. Unless they show it. I just don't like arguing, period. So I just observe, essentially. So watching people cry about this is all I'm going to do. I'm going to enter in the argument kind of thing. It's just like, (sighs) people are living in dream world. the time so yeah i i'm really excited for march 16th <laughs> yeah uh it's a long episode so uh we should end there mm-hmm. uh one random thought because no i'm not gonna say that random thought on here all right yes let's end all this right. episode all right so how about them gas prices um <laughs> so, so, yeah. wow. thank you guys for listening we'll see you all next time bye Bye.